duly appointed Cronulla Chairman Dino Mezzatesta. And Dino is joining us on the phone for the first time. Dino, welcome to Sunday Triple M NRL. Thank you very much, and it's a pleasure to be on board. Thank you. Good on you, mate. I didn't know there was an interest there in the A-League. Oh, look, we're in a unique position where, you know, we own our own stadium, and therefore it would be amiss if we didn't have an interest. Uh, a little bit different to other sort of NRL clubs. When you own your own asset, you've got to get a, a wider utilisation than just 12 times a year. Mm. Hey, Dino, congratulations on the new appointment. Obviously, um, the new stadium would be right at the forefront, but what are some of the other things that you want to tick um, in your time at Cronulla? Yeah, no, thank you very much, Gordon, for that. Oh, look, there's a, there's a number of things that we need to do, and really, as mentioned in, in today's article, like, you know, we've got the foundations laid, and, and it's about bringing back some stability and a continuation of some very good work that's already on, on, on the ground, and, and really our responsibility as a board and as a management team is to, is to look at the sustainability and the future of the club, and, and that's uh, encompassing everything from uh, the, the development that's on foot to the success on the field as well as off the field, and then, of course, our ambitions for centre of excellence and new stadiums and, and et cetera to make sure that uh, we become that powerhouse in the NRL that, that we all believe we certainly have an opportunity to, to achieve. Dino, I just want to ask you, how tough is it in the current climate to to build the business of rugby league? You guys are, are doing an, an admirable job down there at Cronulla. I think the plans you've got in place and what you want to do with the club and the way you, you, you see the future of the club is something most clubs should aspire to, but it's also something that it seems to be a bit of a difficult sell. How tough is it to thrive in the current market and to expand and grow? Yeah, there is no questions that it's challenging out there, certainly. You know, we're, uh, we're confronted by a number of issues and, and, and that's not just our club, it's a number of, uh, a number of clubs, but look, you I mean, every club, I dare say, has the same ambitions as what we have and that's to have success. So, while success may look in, in certain forms and shapes, I mean, for us, it's more about making sure that the playing group and what happens on the field is replicated off the field. We invest heavily in making sure that, you know, the, the coaching staff and the management staff are, are well-equipped and well-supported, and that's why we look to the things of the future. But there is undoubtedly no questions in today's environment. It is tough, you know. The crowd numbers are somewhat stable and somewhat down. The, 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 the game is challenged, and we have a marvellous opportunity, though, to make sure that we do our part in this small community to, to, to you know, make sure that we nourish the, the junior representation here and, and make sure that it's sustainable longer term. One of the concerns that the NRLs often had uh, is about the number of clubs in Sydney, and, and Cronulla was always seen as the club that was the most easy to move uh, elsewhere to relocate it was sort of ba- you're basically surrounded by St George Illawarra uh, at one point there the club was vulnerable financially but you're, you're setting yourself up now that you're a club that that really is taking that, that market share in, in that part of the city aren't you? Oh look I'd like to think that we've dispelled that myth and that sort of rumour because if you look at some of the some of the um, stats that have just recently come out I mean record membership you know yes we've got our first minor premiership but that's not where we want to leave it and and we continue to go, you know, grow on those on those foundations, and we just want to get better and better at it. So, absolutely, undoubtedly, that whatever was in the past is certainly a new landscape for us moving into the future. And you're brought in on the back of the Asada scandal. You voted to power there, and one of the the innovations you're looking at doing this year is bringing in hair testing for players. Tell us about oh, look, that. Yeah, look, we'll continue to look at anything that's out there. You know, whilst as you know, it's not certainly governed as yet or it's certainly not um, you know we've still got hurdles to get through but I mean we'll continue to look at whatever else is out there we want to we want to drive that charge as well and, and make sure that we are we're with a with a front runner in protecting not only our players but the community at large and I think you know every club has got a responsibility to, to be doing things in that nature so we're no different and you know if there's something new out there we'll continue to look at, to, to look at it but of course we'll go through the proper channels How have the players accepted it? 
Oh, look, I mean, that's a discussion really that, you know, we don't, we don't have that discussion daily. It's one of the things that as a management team, we like to think that our job is to protect them. They're, they're not, they're, you know, they're, they're not to, meant to sort of be in that sort of discussion at all. They need to know is that they're well protected and that they'll be looked after. And they shouldn't care because it's the best interest for them and the club moving forward. Absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely correct. And that's our job and part of our responsibility. When Damien Kuyat stood down as the chairman, uh, we were talking about it on here, and and the, the way he handled himself was very good, I thought. And I said, um, I said, uh, the p- people were surprised the way he handled it, and I said, well, he shouldn't be. I said he's the smartest man at the club, and uh, I actually, I, I, I'll apologise to you. I forgot all about you, Oz. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, but but what you have done, Dino, is you you've turned that club around from a club that four years ago was vulnerable financially and and geographically. What what's the future for the club? How big can it get? Do you do you see yourself or envision the club one day will be a Sydney powerhouse? Oh, 100%. That's exactly our ambition. And I just want to touch on that because we shouldn't ignore the contribution that Damien made. And, and what we're simply doing is now continuing on that very good work. And, and there's a number of the board that are still the same people that joined, you know, me and Damien four years ago. And we continue on the same passion and we've got the same, the same agenda. So, and we all, we all share in that ambition to absolutely become a powerhouse. You know, we're looking at not today and tomorrow. Yes, we want the next premiership and the one after that, but we also need to make sure that our responsibility to this community is that the club is, well positioned in 50 years to come. How do you get How do you get other kids following you? Obviously, you know, the Shire, and then uh, I drove my kids down there and we had breakfast, and, you know, I mean, everybody in Cronulla goes for Cronulla, but how do you get it? Would it be for you guys taking some games to other states to try to build uh, the fan and the membership base? That's always on the agenda, Gordon. Absolutely, it's always on the agenda. But, you know, first and foremost, we look after the fans, we look after the members, and, and you know, whilst financially sometimes it, it, it may seem attractive to take the game aboard, it'll be uh, for the best interest of the club and the fans and the members, and, and, and that's when we'll start to look at that. But it's on the radar, you know. We'll, we'll look at that opportunity if and when it arises, but it's something that we would uh, certainly pursue. I mean, question two, you know, building a, a, a fan base. I mean, after winning last year's premiership, one of the loveliest things I've seen is as you walk around the show you see all the people in the in the jerseys you know and I'm talking about young kids and you can see that they've, that they've got their team now and, and we've got to build on that you know and sometimes it goes unnoticed the wonderful things that our playing group and our management our coaching staff do out there in community and there's quite a lot of it and that's not foreign to other clubs as well right everyone does their part it's unfortunate that you don't get to see some of that though because our involvement in community is is, is significant then now, apart from your role there at the Sharks, you'll obviously have to fill a role too with the uh, the the CBA in negotiation at the moment as a club chairman. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I attended my first uh, my first chairs meeting uh, the other week, and I think Todd did a, a great job of sharing, you know, some information and, and getting an update. So, as you know, I'm, I'm I'm new now to that group as well, so I'll spend my time getting the right amount of detail and, and, and make sure I'm well informed before we head into anything. But look, it's a good group of people that you know are well informed, and and I'd certainly you know uh, take. Uh, Take, take some guidance from from the people that have been around a lot longer than me, but it, it, there's a big job at hand, and um, you know I, I know the NRL know that exactly, and the quicker they can sort of get these things put down and put, put to bed, the better it is for all. Dino, your day job, you're the chief operating officer at Star Casinos, so you obviously know your way around the uh, the, the balance sheets and profit and loss statements and all the rest of it. And I understand when Todd showed uh, all the clubs the other day that the details. Uh, one of the stories the NRL peddled out was that uh, Todd received uh, a round of applause for it. Uh, another version I've heard is that uh, some of the chairmen sat there and thought, when you know your budget and you know your 80% of what you're going to, your income for the next five years, how can you still run at a loss? 
Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not going to answer on behalf of the other chairs or the other people in the room, but, you know, like I said, it was my first meeting and the first time I've seen it presented, you know, in that way. And look, I, I think you did a wonderful job at least of presenting the information, right? And, and I believe that that was also uh, and be, uh, something new that historically hasn't been done. So congratulations to them for doing that. But oh, it's a very good question. That's probably a question for Todd more than it is for me. Um, I'm sure there's a number of other details that are in the background that, that suggest uh, what they're dealing with today and some of the challenges that they face. Do you, do you see a rosy future or do you, do you think we need to really sit down at some point soon and, and, and look at the way things are being handled? Are you talking at a Cronulla level? I'm, talk, talking, I'm talking at, at, a, at an NRL level and I'm talking about your participation as a club. Sure. There's a, there's obviously wider concerns within the game and, and clubs are, you know, we've got the CBA currently being negotiated. We've got the players yeah. asking for 29% revenue and the, the NRL uh, basically have thrown the books open to the players. The Player Association believe that there's more money there that they're not being that's not being disclosed. Uh, and then uh, big picture, the game's not growing, it's not expanding. Uh, we have no plan for for expansion as far as clubs in in other uh, places go, like where where are we sitting here? And, and from your point of view, how quickly can we can we start to grow again as a game? Yeah, good, very good point. And look, there's certainly room for improvement, right? As there always should be. And and I think everyone's recognised that it's a case of just how do we get there and how do we get there quickly? Because yeah, I'm sure that people you know uh, around us understand that the game is somewhat in, in uh, you know, a predicament at present where numbers are down and how do we arrest that situation. So from what I could see at that presentation, they've got some people in, in the right places that are working on that. You know, it's an evolution. It's got to be changed. It's like, you know, we talk of centre of excellence. I mean, if you if you talk rugby league two decades ago and you, you suggested you wanted to build a centre of excellence, people would laugh at you, right? But, mm. but tomorrow's game is all about technology. It's about technique. It's about preparation. It's about planning. And, and the rugby league, the NRL, is no different to any other club. They've got to look at that and they've got to look at it seriously, you know, and um, it could be a change of direction in some way, shape or form, but I'm sure they've got the right people there doing that and I think as, as clubs we've also got a responsibility to jump on board and, and help that cause. Dino, just before you go, mate, uh, and for those who've just joined us, we're speaking to Dino Mezzatesta, the uh, new chairman of the Cronulla Sharks on Sunday Triple M NRL. Mate, what about we go down there and call a lot of games and, and at... Uh, at Southern Cross Group Stadium, and we noticed that the um, you know the the project you're doing there, the home units and the shopping precinct, it's all it's all coming along. Is it all coming along to plan with time and and uh, budget and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. It is. So stage one is complete, and that's some um, 220 you know residential apartments that are now out and out, and uh, people certainly living in them. And and stage two is you know is not far away, and probably about another 120 to come on board, and and then they'll release stage three. So absolutely on target, on track. You know, it's being well received. That precinct will, will change considerably, you know, and again, it's part of our responsibility to make sure that, you know, the future of that precinct is that we play a major role. Uh, and and that's what our, you know, our, our responsibility as a, as a board is, as well as a management. But that's certainly well on track, and it's uh, and as you can see, it's certainly taking shape. All right, mate. Uh, great game this afternoon. Great old rivals at 4 o'clock. You can hear that game on Triple M, mate. Best of luck for the Sharkies today. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and certainly looking forward to the game this afternoon. <laughs> 